Hello and welcome to The Oddcast. In this episode, I was joined by Natalie Miles, all the way from British Columbia. Natalie is the author of You Are Intuitive, and she was the host of a podcast called So You Think You're Intuitive, but she's transitioning that because it needed a new container, and it's now called The Doorway. I had a lovely chat with her in the summer because... I don't know if you know, but I had started the podcast by doing IGTVs because I really wanted to have a snazzy podcast where everything was filmed. And I'd found a studio around the corner from where I used to live. And we were all set to go in February 2020. But then obviously, first of all, the first episode with Sunit had to be cancelled because there were roadworks. And then there was a pandemic. So in the end, I just bought my own microphone and here we are. And I don't film it. But I had a great, 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 great chat with Natalie and people joined us live and they were very excited and people who were on that live still talk about it. But my phone crashed and I lost it. And that's when I realised I couldn't have amazing conversations with brilliant people and take up their time and then lose it. You know, it's just not, it's just not what can happen. So... That's why I now have a podcast. And But Natalie was lovely. And it was actually great to talk to her again a little bit later on and see how she envisions 2021. And I find it so interesting that Natalie is an intuitive, a psychic. She, she channels information for the collective. But she always seems to be very aligned with the astrology. It's, she doesn't seem to need the astrology to know what's going on. So it's really, it was really interesting to talk about that. Very relaxed very interesting I enjoyed it very much I actually recorded this the same day as I recorded Richards but later on in the afternoon and there are some parallels I think and I even mentioned that and also today I've just recorded two podcasts today there was there were parallels in them and it's just mad how it happens and I know I always talk about it but anyway there we go so do let us know what you think once you've listened rate review like subscribe whenever i listen to other people's podcasts they're really good at saying that so i'm going to keep saying it please do we appreciate it massively if you share the love and you can find natalie at natalie miles but all of that we will reconfirm at the end of the pod Hello, welcome, Natalie Miles. What are you, Natalie? I don't know how to introduce you. You're an intuitive podcaster, um, channeler for the collective. How, how do you introduce yourself? Honestly, right now, I have. I'm just kind of going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Psychic medium, channel, channeler for the collective, podcaster, writer. Uh, yeah, like multifaceted, creative yeah whatever psychic lady psychic yeah whatever I mean yeah multiple labels uh, multiple human labels but maybe none of them Uh, right maybe beyond beyond the label beyond the human label (laughs) okay so we've literally just come on the chat and we're, we're gonna run straight away because when you start a podcast and you chat before you press record, sometimes you miss the good stuff. So we're just going to go in. And how are you? What's going on? Yeah, what? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in Canada? How's tricks? Um, yeah, Canada's good. I um, 
I left the city last year and living in the countryside and honestly it's been absolutely amazing just on an energetic level just to have yeah space and not be around loads of people not gonna lie um yeah. <laughs> yeah for me right now I'm on this like really big identity shift um I'm just um yeah just I saw that- you've closed your podcast <laughs> I've closed my podcast. I'm starting a brand new podcast. Yeah, just keep getting the message. Don't put old, new things in old containers. Yeah, new things in old containers, old energy in new containers. And um, yeah, everything's kind of changing and shifting and, but it feels really good. It's, you know, I'm someone when I get that intuitive hit and that guidance, it's like I take action on it because that's how I've always lived my life and I'm going to continue to do that. Yeah, I remember last time we spoke and you were like, well, I was guided to move to Canada, so I went. (laughs) You're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, got the intuitive hit to move, leave the UK, leave everything and yeah all for a reason hey I was working in film when I was lived in London for 10 years and then I moved here worked in film for a little bit and then yeah got guided back to doing this so and I know for a fact that this wouldn't have happened if I'd be living in London right now Mm, tricky tricky London particularly is strange place right now so are you have you got your freedoms are you do you have a dog what are you doing? <laughs> yeah freedoms right now um uh it's been really great we haven't had like serious lockdown like you guys have had and obviously I've FaceTime with my, my all my parents and my sister are in the are in the UK and friends um so we've been pretty lucky in British Columbia the east coast of Canada's had it pretty tough but here in um British in BC we've um we've had it okay they're yeah I mean I've managed to go horse riding twice a week and um we can still go and have our hair done and nails and all the jazz so um yeah I have the freedoms freedoms are here and honestly being out in nature has given me yeah just that scope of not feeling everyone's fear and anxiety and um obviously you know when you tune into news or social media you can tap into it that way but just being out in nature has been yeah it's been a godsend for me yeah that's lovely I've done because I've split my time I'm now in London but this time last year I was in Nottinghamshire Mm -hmm. in the country and very different experience of lockdown because the people in the country are older and therefore a bit more fearful whereas London I forget I said to my friend the other day are they going to put us back in lockdown she's like we are in lockdown I was like oh yeah I forgot <laughs> because you go to Borough Market and the, yeah there's masks and there's people shouting at you but there's still an abundance of people so it's it's really interesting how um you, affected you are by where you are yeah and I also feel like it's also how people are also now choosing to live their life as well. I think there is a very big split between, yeah, as you say, countryside, city, people who are just like, I'm just going to try and keep doing the, be as normal or try, how can I live a, a normal life in that, in that way? And, and yeah, and going for it. I mean, and- for I was going to say, I think the reason we're going to have some Gemini Gemini problems here. Mars is currently in Gemini, right on your MC and right opposite my son. So we're like all the words. Yeah, I forget. (laughs) I forget about lockdown because I've worked from home for so long. Mm -hmm. And 
I, if I can go out and have a chat to someone at a coffee shop and then come back to my room and do podcasts and do work, that's all I've done for, you know, several years, which is just, just for the benefit of the podcast, I've not gone completely mental. That's how I can forget. And what were you saying? <laughs> no, I just, I, I feel you like, yeah, from, from working from home and having an online business anyway, none of that's really changed. Um, for me personally, living in a place where I don't really know anyone living in the countryside, it has been the isolation and the loneliness that has really taken its, you know, that has had its toll on me, especially when during the winter. Um, but yeah. I'm really excited for spring and summer and this next um yeah next chapter it just uh, feels potent so tell us about that then tell us about the doorway <laughs> um yeah so um I channeled through some activations back in February and um yeah they're all oh, they're here to inspire people to connect to their own intuition to receive their own messages to receive their own guidance and they come through um with different themes and then basically off the back of that it was like let's rename the podcast that let's rename the podcast um the podcast so my old podcast so think you're intuitive you know it had my energy forecasts but and I was t guiding people to connect to their own intuition uh but it was form I guess formulized around kind of yeah connecting to your intuition in kind of the formal sense and this doorway podcast is going to be more channeled messages channel guidance to help guide people through these transformational times that we're going through over the next five six years as systems change and crumble and um, we're faced with a lot of um, transformation so yeah that's what the podcast that's what I'm being called to do is to you know offer that insight and that channel guidance that wants to come come through in the podcast that way and my energy forecasts amazing so when you say channeled what do yeah. you mean um great question for me it's like channeled insight as in whether it's I hear it or I see it or I and and I receive the information from whatever human label that you want to call it universe spirit higher self god collective energy whatever you want to label it as <laughs> yeah <laughs> again we're talking about labels and that's the thing with this work it's like what human label do we want to label it as well whatever it is um and I'm not someone that necessarily likes to label it. I'm like you choose your label whatever you want to call it and yeah it's it's information written inform well verbal information written information that is um about what we're facing as a collective on our planet what we face as individuals because in the end it's one and the same thing what we're experiencing as you and me is also then rippled out energetically in the larger scale of what we face in politics in the environment in you know in social justice um and in our larger wider communities okay cool do you do readings for individuals I do. Yeah, I do do readings for individuals. And I also host large group events, my individual readings. Yeah, I, I only do very few and I uh, a month and they're always now very much like, oh, I'm feeling called to offer one-on-one um, -on -one sessions this week and I'm going to drop a day in. And that's how I'm really being called to work right now. Same with my new podcast. I'm not going to be doing it weekly. I'm literally going to be like, okay, I've got something to say. Here's the message and I'm sharing it. 
Um, I'm really feeling called to step out of this masculine patriarchal system. Yeah. Patriarchal, like this is, you know, oh, to have success in a podcast, you need to be releasing it once every a week. Every Tuesday at every 10 a.m. Just, I'm so, d- I'm done with it. I am, yeah. you know, it's how I've worked. And now my body and my, my, my body, my energy, my intuition is like, nope, we're going to do this when it feels like, okay. When now it's there. I- when it's there. Not, not becoming a channeling machine where it's like, oh shit, what am I going to say today? I'm like, I'm not. And then tapping into the universe. I'm just like, nah, no, I'm going to wait until I receive what wants to come through. And then I'm going to process it myself and I'm going to integrate it. And then I'm going to share it. Yeah, that's, I've been thinking that so much as well. The best reading I ever had was with Sunit when I was at a networking event and it, it just came through. And it was a fascinating transit for both of us. And I remember her at the end being like, oh, I'm quite pleased with that. And I went, I've been to see her for readings afterwards and it was never the same because it was just so there. And also what you, the other point you made about not doing it in the old patriarchal way, because it's just so, so much of these wellness um, educators, people teaching you how to run a business, all these people who are in their content saying, we don't want the patriarch anymore. We want to do things in a more feminine way. Also saying, you need to be doing it every Tuesday. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to be available. And it's just, it's a massive, massive contradiction. And of course, I think when you're growing, perhaps it's sensible to do things like that. But once you've got enough, your business is rolling enough that you've got enough cash, you can then do this amazing, radical feminine transformation and again, with readings as well, because some days I, I do readings and I'm like, huh, that was good. You know, loads came through. And then some days it's like, oh, I really don't want to, I'm not, it's not there today, but you've got to do it. And then it leaves you absolutely whacked. Yeah. And it's an energy exchange. That's the thing. It's the, it is such a big energy exchange to put yourself into someone's energy and read the information that wants to come through or channel through the loved ones and spirit that want to appear yeah, I mean, I look back from where I first started my career when I was doing sessions like five days a week um, for like eight, six hours a day. And I'm like, how on earth are you <laughs> doing that? Like, and I know that my sessions have changed and they've got deeper and there's I'm holding bigger energy and they are deeper in themselves. But yeah, like it's amazing how we evolve. And um what I found really fascinating is what you said around, you know, when we start a business, do we, you know, when we have the systems and structures in place, does that then mean that we then get to be in our feminine flow? But actually it's kind of like, I'm just thinking this is a question, you know, putting it is out that there. True? Is that true? Is that true? Because in the end it's like, well, actually wouldn't, could, doesn't success. And if you're more in your own flow, what would it look like to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this the way I want versus I'm still thinking that I need to be hooked into the, you know, patriarchal way of like to have success, you can, you need to do it our way and then you can step into the feminine and do it the way that you want to do it versus just being like, do you know what? I'm going to give this a go and I'm just going to see what happens. And I'm, I'm all for systems and structure. Hey, my Virgo rise loves systems and it loves structure. Um, But it's like, how can we find the systems and the structure and be in the feminine flow at the same time. That's a big topic, isn't it? Because it would be great if we could just flow 
And if from, you know, four years ago, five years ago, I could have just started doing readings here and there and it, it work out. <laughs> is it a reality? Maybe for some people, maybe it is, but maybe, yeah. but maybe there's always a balance of masculine and feminine in everyone. And actually there has to be a bit of both. I don't know. I think it's really, we'll see, maybe we'll see more and more people just launching and, and again, we're all individuals. So if somebody's got very magnetic and clearly very talented and does one or two readings and they get so many referrals from that re reading that it's all, and they're completely in their power and they have no fear and they're not worrying saying, yeah, yeah, I'll do, I'll do Sunday night at 8 PM. Cause that suits you. And I'm need money and I'm living in fear and I live in lack. If, if you're fully empowered from the word go and you've got a great money mindset and value yourself, blah, blah, blah. Really interesting. Mm, yeah, I'm all down for the balance. <clears throat> As you say, there's like masculine and feminine. It's, it's not saying that one is better than the other. Exactly. Very, um, but we are, I see a lot of that in, you know, I've worked on my money mindset. I follow lots of people talking about this discourse. And mm. I felt that I had to do it the hard way, but that was probably my story. Yeah, and your ancestral healing around that, around what's your, you know, you're looking at your your ancestors that have come before you around what that looks like. Tell me more about that then. Tell me more mm. about your ancestral healing. Well, I I mean, I call it healing your ancestor story, where it's like looking at where um your ancestors, your your immediate family, your parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents, looking at their stories around relationships, money, home, um, love, um, and just seeing where we play out those stories in our own lives where we think, oh no, I'm doing it differently. I'm doing it differently from my parents or you know, my grandparents. And then you suddenly like start to look at the threads and you're like, oh, oh, okay, no, I haven't resolved this. And this looks, this is similar. And, and yeah. And when we start to look and notice those and begin to, you know, see where you're subconsciously still programmed into the old ancestor story and then being like, oh, okay, now I'm going to give myself an opportunity to do it differently. Okay, cool. And you, but you do, how do you heal? What's the healing piece? Yeah, um, I think the healing place, the, the healing piece around it is that it's actually the, the noticing of the thread. So when it comes up, when you ah. reveal, when you reveal what the subconscious programming or what you're doing, it's suddenly like, oh, oh, okay, that makes sense. And for me and my client sessions, they, they tell me particular ages. They're like, this happened at 15, this happened at 23, this happened at 28, and it's connected to, and it's also connected to your mom and your grandparents. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, no, I didn't realize that. And it's just in that revealing. Um, and I also think it's, it's, it's accountability of being like when you making a decision or you're in a situation being like, okay, hang on. Is this still, what's this connected to? Is this still connected to um, that thing that happened to my parents? That, oh shit. No, I am playing into that. Actually what, what is mine and, and, and being, you know, not daily, uh, you know, check-ins, but checking in around those big key themes um, especially when making big decisions around whether you are truly making decisions 
based on yeah on you or that your ancestor story is impacting it in some way mm, cool interesting it's it's the kind of stuff you'd see in the chart but you're doing it without the chart Maybe. yeah yeah exactly and that's why yeah completely completely and it's the same when i channel you know months and and things yeah. astrology astrologers are like not uh did you did you know that mars is doing x and y or venus is in in that month that you said that that's a key month i'm like no and for me that's why it's just like it it all comes from the same source everything comes from the same source it's whether it's just the tool that we've chosen to be able to read it so whether it's through a chart or it's through channeling um whether it's through energy healing or whatever in the end it all comes from the same source yeah makes sense and we spoke about this last time because we did an instagram live and it it didn't save which was very 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 upsetting but in a way also quite important because i did that IGTV series called this was supposed to be a podcast because I basically couldn't be bothered or felt I couldn't or felt it was too complicated to, to do a to podcast, do a podcast. <laughs> and now here we are I remember and you were like I just think I just need to do this podcast properly after the that when it didn't save I think I'm yeah, so mad <laughs> you were not happy because it was your time a- <laughs> and it was such good content and we, we'd covered all this stuff and it was like, you'd come and we'd, we, you know, we'd focus and I'd put my makeup on and we'd looked at your chart and then it went. And I was like, that is never happening again. <laughs> so here we are. So thank you. A pleasure. I'm, I'm happy that it was a catalyst um, for you creating the podcast. I'm oh, happy thanks for being coming. so lovely about it as well. Hey, it happens. Technology happens. You know, mm. we we can't control all aspects of it. And right now I'm very much like if something like that happens, I'm like, well, it's all for a reason. And it was all for a reason because you needed to start your podcast. Yeah. And a lot, to, to be fair, the people who were there still talk about it and some of them did my course I I taught a course a couple of months later and I remember I did a workshop on spiritual hygiene and I was saying something and they were like yeah Natalie Miles spoke about that on your IGTV and I was like huh totally forgot Um, (laughs) so that so you know people were there they got things from it and Uranus in your chart is bang on my descendant so that's interesting isn't it oh astrology wise you were waking me up (laughs) but in that we did talk about how you saw lots of protests and people on the streets and you um that was going to be increasing Mm -hmm. and it is might not be reported but there were a hundred thousand people in london at the weekend marching i didn't know that yeah because it's not the bbc said hundreds of people it's it's fascinating we're in such a transformational time right now and and we have to, in fact, I posted on my Instagram yesterday about it, around how we need to keep questioning and we need to keep doing the research of things because, yeah, there are going to be more protests. There is going to be a lot more people on the streets. Um, this is bigger than COVID. This is bigger than a vaccine. This is not about being pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, any of this stuff. Um, it's so much bigger um, there is so much coming down around freedoms and control and the systems and structures of our planet like changing from politics to our banking systems I mean you just have to look at what's happening with crypto and and we still haven't had 
the big impact of you know what COVID's had on our banking system yet that hasn't even we haven't even got there yet there is so much coming down the pipeline yeah and it's so much bigger than where we're at right now what we're experiencing right now is like a tiny drop and I don't want to say that out of fear it just it is and we need to start being aware of what's happening on our planet yeah yeah but the banking thing do you have any insight into when things might start going more nuts (laughs) um yeah um it's interesting I just feel like as we move towards the back end of this year and into like February of 2022, there's more shift on that. Um, yeah, yeah. But astrologically, Venus goes retrograde in Capricorn around Christmas mm. for 40 days, and okay. 40 nights, because that's what Venus does when she retrogrades. Venus, the light bearer, Lucifer. And that's what I think too. Yeah, I just keep, when I, you just asked me and I just asked and they said back end of this year and into like, yeah, up towards February of 2022, there's, there'll be more to be revealed around, yeah, all of that. I mean, it's just, um, yeah, it's the, it's the shadows of, of the banking system and, and the, the, the change of what we want and where it's going and, uh, yeah, it's going to be yeah. a fascinating time. Yes, because Venus is what we value, so it's our currency, and it's in Capricorn, mm-hmm. so it's going to pass over Pluto. It's she goes retrograde conjunct Pluto, I think, and passes over all those sensitive points that were all the basically, you know, this time last year, we had Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn. I should that was really bad astrology because like, you should say them in planet size order but anyway um (laughs) (laughs) we had four planets in capricorn so that's like the sensitive bit in the sky and and then the the saturn uranus square that you probably know about that the final one is on christmas eve Uh, yeah and it's also connected to the um the environmental impact as well around Mm. um earth rumblings and weather changes and and mother nature there's going to be yeah, there's going to be more of that coming down as well around uh, Mother Nature showing us who's boss. Um, as Interesting. I've just got into the astrology of weather forecasting. Oh, have you? I've always been into it because I could always predict the weather from being very young. I have an ex-boyfriend who used to call me his weather girl because I'd always be like, <laughs> it's going to be sunny, I just know. And it you know, this is one of those kind of before I knew, knew I was a bit intuitive. I just, I just used to know the weather. <laughs> <I just used> to... <laughs> and um, I, yeah, I remember once actually in 2011, I knew it was going to snow and I knew the airport was going to get closed and I knew we wouldn't be able to get back, but there was no snow forecast. And I was so stressed out because I was going to Italy and I didn't want to go because I knew I wouldn't be able to get back. And everyone thought I'd gone mad. And then when I was right, that was one of the things that really freaked me out. This, you know, before I knew who I was, (laughs) (laughs) what is going on? Anyway, so tell me more about that with the with the weather. Then you just think it's going to be crazy storms, Uh, earth rumblings, volcanoes, like bigger bigger things than just oh Saturn square Uranus of course of course of course yeah yeah it just feels like just us noticing and being aware of that just feels important Uh uh-huh oh there's yeah okay 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 I see 
So <laughs> you, let's talk about you, because there's people here who don't know who you are. So you were a Leo and you worked in movies and you do, as you said on the IGTV last time, trust your intuition a lot and act on it in someone who has Uranus at zero degrees of Sag. Like, so that's a very, f- any, any planet zero degrees of any of the signs is very fresh and active and potent so it's so interesting that you just move countries at the click of a finger because it's such a you know sag sagittarius movement travel blah 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 and Mm. you tell us how it all developed then tell us i in 2010 i visited vancouver and said one day i'm going to live in the city and i was yeah, with a boyfriend at the time and uh he didn't we came back and we were talked about moving and he was like no I want to be close to my family and then the relationship ended and I was like well I think I'm still gonna move to Vancouver I'm still feeling really drawn and then it took me a year to make it happen and I had like a, a basically a time frame of being like okay, you haven't, are we doing this or not? Because otherwise the visa expires. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. And so I just, yeah, packed two suitcases, said I, I'd give it six months. And I've been here seven years in May, which is wild to think. Um, it's gone so quickly. And your family's here and you can't come back at the minute. No, no, I can't come back. And um, yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, even yeah before all this stuff kicked off and there was a wedding I was supposed to go to in the UK a family wedding and I was like I'm I was just like I don't see myself there I don't think I'm gonna come and 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 it just everything unfolded and then it was like oh and that's why you didn't see yourself there at the wedding because it was um but yeah I don't yeah right now it's yeah it's tough it's tricky because with everything happening with quarantines and third waves fourth waves all that jazz um it just feels like uh and two weeks and just the time element of taking out to go and visit the UK it's not a visit and um so yeah not sure when I will be yeah seeing family which is which is sad um the power of FaceTime is great but it's not the same it is amazing though isn't it it is it, it is it is great but it's also yeah it's great but there's you can't miss human touch yeah, you got no. cancer moon you want hugs i want hugs yeah i want i want physical touch and um but hey who knows where where things will shift but it doesn't yeah i don't really see myself coming back this year you just said third waves and fourth waves i think there is just so much yes it's important as for us to have hope and that's and it's important to stay in that space but there is we still don't have all the information and there's you know the uh, governments of how they're hope pinning hope on um, a vaccine but you can still get covid i don't it's just bonkers it's absolutely bonkers and in the u.s you know they're giving away Krispy Kreme donuts if you go and get a vaccine. Like, this is where we're at right now. It's <laughs> it's wild. The whole thing is wild. Like, air, you know, you, you've, you've got airlines saying you can't come on our plane unless you've had a vaccine. It's like, but you're going to stick 400 people in a metal tin can that can still catch COVID from each other. Like, it's like, it it's completely 
what's mad is that not everybody thinks it's mad. That's what's the most mad. Yeah, yeah. And hey, and everyone's allowed their opinion and everyone's allowed their truth. And that is what the energy theme for 2021 is, your truth. It is basically, it's like, you practicing discernment and you tapping in and you using your intuition to discover what your truth is and to live by your values and to live by what works for you. And um, that's where we're at is everyone really looking at what's important to them. And, you know, I have friends who are just like, won't get you know last year was like no I'm not getting a vaccine and this year it's like no give it to me I want to get on a plane and I want to travel like and that's awesome they're living by their values and what they what they want and how they want to live their life and that's where it's it's gonna it's an interesting thing but I remember this from our Instagram live that we were talking about it's this duality of things of um of and how we're being pitted against each other still yes Um, yes (laughs) <laughs> and this is big this is why I'm like this is bigger than that we need to look at how we're being pitted against like well you're a good citizen and you're a bad citizen and um you're pro this and you're anti that it's it's it, it's potent with this right now energetically we need Group to look- think to a certain extent I you know I recorded a podcast um earlier I told you before when we were booking this and um this way we are in life at the minute in that we can't really accept people if we don't agree with their values that's new I think I used to just values didn't really seem to be such a thing identity politics I guess has taken over I don't know yeah I think values have yeah you know I really are yeah are in the forefront it's like Brexit with people being pro and anti that and the the rifts that that caused in families and and friendships and people falling out over it values are becoming important and before I think I would have said oh well social media is to blame you know is partly because we we now you know we can share our opinions but what's fascinating is now that people are sharing their opinions on social media and then people are getting angry by that and then yeah and then discrediting that person's thoughts and it's yeah it's it's kind of deeply disturbing to view and to witness as Mm. as the impact of it but I'm still holding the vision and holding the hope that we will see this and that we will um yeah and that we will find some middle ground and move through it and find some balance I think what's interesting, I've just, you know, been thinking as you've, we've been talking, Uranus, the planet of shock and change and um, sort of eruptions and sudden moves is in Taurus, which is Venus's sign and Venus is about our values. And he's got an 84 year orbit and this is, you know, the last time he was there was Nazi Germany, where Mm. values became everything absolutely everything it became so very shocking and very very much to do with how we identified and then everything that ensued from that was carnage yeah and and here we are it's it's 
it's this it's this you know we're here it's we're dealing with who with values and what that looks like in in our communities in our in our families in our friendships in our what our countries believe in and um the political gameplay around what that looks like who's as well allowed here and who's allowed there and obviously yeah i'm not saying this is exactly the same i'm looking at themes astrological themes, themes. yeah themes. and um so yeah that's interesting and Krispy Kreme, incidentally, has Uranus and Taurus. So I looked at the chart for Krispy Kreme. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> 13th of July, 1937. And so v- Venus is also sugar. And I thought, is that when they started getting us all hooked on sugar? When did that start? When did they start putting sugar in mm. all food? When did they start controlling us with this low-level addiction? I don't know if they are controlling us. But anyway, that was something I thought. It's probably not true because in the war, no one had much. But. Uh, it's something I might read about on Google. (laughs) (laughs) She's going down the research. She's doing, you know, asking the questions. (laughs) Yeah, just putting it out there. I just thought that is so interesting that they are literally on for their Uranus return in two months. And they've done this really strange thing of offering free donuts to vaccinated people. It's just like, wow, okay. That Mm. tells us so much about what's good have a have, what makes you a good boy or a good girl and it's it's broader than that I need to think about it but I'm sure you can hear the themes already I'm just looking at your chart again and thinking how old you are and then therefore progressing it your progressed son has just moved into Libra about six months ago that's a really big shift your progressed son Is so it? in astrology the, there's like a few different ways of like reading the chart so you read the natal chart then you put up the transits like where everything is here and now you can do solar arc where you move everything a degree for everything in the chart one degree and then there's progressions which moves you on what would it be 22nd of september or something 24th of september yeah and so when your our progressed sun changes it's it's a really different feeling so you've mm. been a Virgo for 30 years. Even though you're a Leo, the progressed sun has been in Virgo. So there's been something Virgoan about you. Um, and you've been earthy, been very ordered, but you've been journalistic. You've been thinking about things, changing ideas, yada, 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 doing your best Virgo self. And now you've moved into Libra. So it's funny that, and also you've got another transit with Uranus opposite your Mars. But mm. so you'll be more relationship focused and more artwork maybe but definitely of the relationship thing one-to-one wanting to cultivate partnerships of all sorts perhaps have you calling it my partner I am calling him my partner I am single and I'm so like and I can feel it's really close and so and I yeah that really comes up and it's interesting you say six months ago because there's definitely been a shift yeah since I launched my book six months ago to where I am now and I'm being really called to be more creative and get back into yeah it's just creative pursuits again like working intuitively and what does creativity look like within me and yeah and how do I want to show up in relationships work relationships client relationships obviously changing my podcast um changing my business structure yeah it's it yeah and also calling in yeah romantic relationships I was playing with my progressed thing my progressed son moved when I was 15 
and it will go again in six or seven years, seven or eight years, maybe. Anyway, and I was looking back and quite amazed at how much my personality shifted around then. And it's very interesting. Astrologers work with it a lot, but it's it's a really big and everything you're experiencing, that identity move is like, okay, that yeah, that's old. We're moving into something new now. Mm. So yeah, partnership as well, obviously, such a Libra theme. <laughs> yeah, big time. And the Uranus and Mars stuff. Yes. Yeah, your your Mars is seven scorp and Uranus is currently at, I think, seven. Oh, he's at eight. But he, I remember we mentioned that last time. I think we mentioned that last time. Mm. But there should yeah. be some, some foreign, potentially, Uranus and Sag. And Saturn Square. Oh, my gosh. Mm. There's a lot going down in that chart right now. <laughs> that's, that's, but that's really big changes for you. Again, this, anybody with planets at early Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, or Aquarius, and you've got a lot. You've got your Venus, Mars and Jupiter all being really impacted by the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction that we had in December mm. really really fresh start creatively it's in your fifth I think but you want to be online Are you online dating yeah I am online dating yeah I am I am online dating nothing's there's nothing no. else to do is there in this slow in Canada <laughs> and I hate I live in the middle of nowhere so it's also like okay you need to start um widening your radius no I am online nothing um nothing is a, is appearing yet but there I'm is sure. a full moon on the 27th of April which is at seven degrees of Scorpio on said Mars oh so that should be a good time for you to be casting that fishing rod thanks thank you yeah and I'm, I'm and I'm moving into a new home on the middle of April and I just and I keep getting the messages like you, the partner comes in once you move into this new space like energy yeah is it is it yeah. more community or just um are yeah, you still in the outback no no I'm still I'm still ruling yeah I'm still ruling but I'm it's there's a um there's a house nearby yeah yeah I'm I'm not like there are houses and stuff around me I'm not like literally in the middle of I'm in a village I'm near I'm 20 minutes from a town um there are people around I'm not literally just like in a forest (laughs) (laughs) in my head you are yeah alone alone meditating (laughs) <laughs> no I, I I miss I'm social like I miss I miss people so yeah no but hey see yeah thank you thank you let's see what comes in in April I'm excited what personal year are you in numerology let's have a little look oh you're in a one excellent mm. new things new things everything new yeah. starts this year everything. so tell us about the book yeah um my book you're intuitive trust your truth take back your power um it is all about why we need our intuition right now as we move through these transformational times and how you can connect to your intuition um spirit just yeah really loud really clear i wrote it last year um literally started it in january and finished it well started it in um solstice of um, December 2019 and finished it in summer solstice of June 2020 and it was amazing to write because everything that was happening back and which was happening the collective was just reflected back on every single chapter it was wild it was like okay cool 
Um, but it was, yeah, it's basically, it's a, it guides you on what your blocks are to connect intuition to our intuition, um, how to move through those, um, how to connect with your gifts, um, how to cultivate your energy and yeah. And why we need it now more than ever as we move through these times. Yes. And what, what is intuition? Would you say? <laughs> Sorry. Um, intuition is how you receive your inner knowing, your inner wisdom, your inner guidance to move through the world that we live in. Your whole body is intuitive. You're, we're all intuitive, but you know we have this intuitive energetic body. And when we begin to work with it and listen to it and um, be open to the signs and the messages and the guidance that it is giving us on a daily basis, it's powerful. And um, yeah, and when we start to be able to use it to practice discernment, to make decisions and to follow what feels good and to also heal, um, you know, some of the more shadowy parts of ourselves as well. Yeah, it's pretty potent. Yeah, and important. Very, very, very. So this year, then the next few months, so you're moving house and then then what's coming up? Mm, yeah moving house yeah relaunching the new podcast the changing uh, yeah and I'm, there's some other stuff coming down and I'm just waiting to receive what that looks like yeah I feel like I'm gonna be doing more creative things but honestly I'm just kind of creating a bit more space for over the summer like last year for me was really intense writing the book and um, I left the city and I moved and I, I basically I haven't had a home a proper home since July I've been living in like of last year I've been living in like short-term rentals so I'm really looking forward to anchoring in and uh yeah seeing what wants to come through and ironically getting more creative and seeing what creativity looks like through writing and painting and and painting and, and yeah I'm just really kind of creating a lot more space versus everything being very business focused which it has been which is amazing but I'm just I'm calling in more balance yeah that's really interesting I've spoken to a few people who are feeling that way I think who have been doing this for a few years now and have worked basically intensely for a few years and now are like okay <laughs> what what's what's going on here because it's, it's not been that balanced perhaps it's just been a intense yeah which would make sense with that progress on moving into libra around like okay like where's the balance <laughs> yeah and libra likes to relax libra likes to chill Virgo yeah I, <laughs> yeah so i'm in this I want to, I still want to show up. I still want to work. I still want to create. I still want to channel. I still want to run my business, but I also need to be filling my tanks and, and yeah, just having more of that life balance where I'm like, okay, um, I want to call in that partnership. I want to be having that fun and being able to be creative for me. And yeah, that's what this summer looks like. And where I've moved to gets pretty hot in the summer. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to having, um, yeah a, a summer and being outdoors and is there beach or lakes uh lakes 
yeah lakes lakes and rivers so yeah looking forward to that okay cool you progress moon is in Sag as well um yeah. so but that takes 18 months per sign the progress moon but it's that's fun that's a really fun loving place to have the moon you feel abundant and ex- you want to travel you want to have adventure so that kind of makes sense that you want to enjoy yourself and Shame you can't travel, but you can learn more. Is there anything else you want to study? <laughs> Nothing is calling me right now. Yeah, no, um, I'm learning pottery. I've, I've, t- I've taken up pottery classes with a wheel, which has been great fun. It's really hard, but nothing kind of intellectual learning. I'm not really being drawn to that at all right now. But that's learning. And of course, it fits with the the Libra sun, which is all arty. So that makes perfect sense. Do you have any crypto? And what do you see for crypto? <laughs> I don't have any crypto. I am intrigued by crypto. I feel... Um, how do I feel about crypto? I think it's going to get bigger. I think it's going to be there. I don't think it's going to be the only thing thing in the only way that it's going to be um i think there'll be other forms of currency that come through but there's going to be hey there's going to be like massive backlash on there's more there's going to be backlash there's going to be shifts and changes and when people it's it's how how do we keep it what we want it to be versus it being just turning out like what it has been in the past yeah. does that make sense because yeah. when you get like the likes of elon musk and people putting you know billions shit of, of money dollars shitloads of money in it it's kind of like well hang on a second are we not just then recreating the same thing yeah yeah just transferring wealth transfer there's a lot of bitcoiners saying this is the big opportunity and there are there are people who have been speculating it is still predominantly men as well who are into it not completely but still predominantly and another thing the id 2020 666 microsoft patent do you have you seen that uh no explain more i've heard of i've heard of some of this id 2020 stuff but not the 666 yeah well you can google it so i spent a bit of time reading the reading revelation in the bible uh, revelation 13 I think Mm -hmm. and about how the mark of the beast and you won't be able to buy things unless you have it and you won't be able to do basically that's what it says you won't be able to buy anything unless you have this mark and it's a it's a chip that they want to use that you have so you can buy stuff it's crypto that's they've patented interesting so you can google and it's called id 00002020060606 something like we're, that we're just living these horrible episodes of black mirror like that's where we're at right now it's wild it's absolutely it's totally <laughs> wild i find that like you know i studied theology i did a th- oh. at uni so I, you know i'm into some people discredit the bible the bible is a uh, what is it a, a book of wisdom Mm-hmm. And maybe it's some of it's a lot of it is I I think is symbolic. It's not literal. Some of it's potentially literal. It's it's a sacred book. I don't want to upset anyone or put my opinion as being anything particularly relevant. But I do find it fascinating. And Revelation is fascinating. And uh, because I'm into numerology, I'd always been kind of interested in this concept of six 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 anyway, because you know I'm, I'm into my numbers. 
they were talking about it. I read it somewhere. So I Googled and, and you can see there's some website where they register all the patents and it's there and it's there and it says it's been done by Microsoft and it's like, what? I mean, technology, like it make it, there's an element of, well, of course, of course you, it's going to go there. Yeah. Of course it would go there. I mean, there's the, you know, AI and whatever this all looks like it's big and it's, it's going to be back into, you know, when we're saying more people on the streets and people being like, actually, I don't want to sign up for that. No, I, I don't want to be part of that. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where it unfolds and, and where people want to sign up for stuff and where people are just like, actually, no, I don't want to live my life like that. So it's going to be very interesting to see whether things yeah do become more split where some people are all in and some people are like actually no we're gonna go and live over here and do our thing and yeah and who's right because are we just resisting change yeah Um, and then it's back into that's a personal choice and it's their truth and how do we it's it's you know are we I guess it's then it's that grannies are we just like the old lady thing like no no. <laughs> hey right and in the end that's our personal choice we're here on this planet to live how we want to live and and it's going to be interesting to see where it unfolds very and because old elon has already put a chip in a monkey so that the monkey is able to play computer games with its mind um, I've said I've shared this on the podcast, um, my podcast. Elon Musk, he's ooh, we just need to keep an eye on he's one of the richest men in the world. Like I know him and they, you know, he was Bezos, the richest man in the world yeah. and that's not. Um in the end, he's still the richest man in the world. And when he's saying, you know, this is good for us or we're doing this, people need to kind of question, you know, where things are at, what he is going to be owning and the rights that the things that he's going to be owning. And the, I talk about this in the book as well, like this space and, and is massive. Like what we're doing in space right now and the cosmos is huge with the amount of satellites that we're putting up there. Um, the mess talk, this talk about blocking the sun. That's mental. Uh, is insane and that is going to have it like we this is why this we need to be questioning these things you're right because this is this is has such a massive impact and it and for elon musk and people like that it is money just notice where things are come across as we're helping humanity but also there's a very big financial impact for them as well that's connected to it and we need to start questioning this stuff yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's it's you can't just be, oh Elon's did it, therefore cool. Yeah. Oh, he's here to help humanity. It's like Elon's also here to he- help himself. Mm. Um, and he's I, very financially motivated. You know, he's of course he's motivated. Big time. Look at all the companies he's owned and invested in PayPal and there's just it's it's also about his ownership around what he owns, what technology he owns. And again, it's like we're still re- we're recreating a new the, these new things, but the power is still in one person's hands. Yeah, that's the same thing with crypto. So I saw a conspiracy of, about crypto. Someone saying if you knew who was behind it, you wouldn't buy into it. But ultimately, Bitcoin's a nice um, because it's decentralized. Can anyone really own it because it's decentralized? 
yeah but that's that and then that's what's interesting where that comes of like as the bigger banks start investing in it it's like well how do you then yeah decentralization and how do you how does it stay decentralized just and yeah energetically there's some interesting stuff coming down it's it's fascinating around power and control and people and authority and it's there's such big themes um across it's huge, all levels isn't it? of society. it's so big <laughs> two years ago most people were we just weren't there <laughs> we no we and yeah. now it's all we think about mm -hmm. and yeah from even to us talking about space and the impact yeah. of space and the you know the I know that there were all the space wars around the cold war but we're also coming into that of being like well no I want to build a town on the moon and who owns that and who owns the who owns that part of space and um yeah it's 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 fascinating it's it's interesting watching it all unfold but it's also holding the vision for humanity that we will where we will make I don't want to say the right decisions but we will we will make decisions that are the, that are the best for humanity um all together versus it being yeah and not seeing the impact of or you know of the decisions that we're we're you know or the path that we're currently on mm. do you believe in reincarnation Yes. Yeah. Past lives and reincarnation. Yes. Do you have an idea or any thoughts on the sort of collective lessons, what, what we're here to do right now? Because you see a lot of videos on YouTube or I do think this is such an amazing time to be on at planet Earth. And this is such an exciting time. We're going through transition. It's very challenging. Everything's moving quickly, but it's very exciting. Um, do you, do you have any thoughts on how long it will stay this exciting or any Go on. the next five to six years are really really important um and uh the learning is are we here to destroy continue destruction or are we going to learn from that around the power of community and the power of coming together and what that looks like um and also respecting the planet that we're on and uh, nature and mother earth is in the alive. end alive and we're guests and visitors here and yeah and um we need to look at you know how we're plundering resources and what we're taking and what we're stealing and, and what that looks like and 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 finding that energy balance in the end it's all everything's energy and it's about you know what you take you have to give back and and finding that balance between it all um but yeah it's it's a it's it is a transformational time but transformation isn't always easy transformation can be painful as well and so yeah i mean this on the planet we're going to be facing Oh, I sound really doom and gloom, but we are going to be facing a lot of death. Like there's, um, there's lots of death coming up, but in that death, there's rebirth and there's transformation. And we're finding that equilibrium of, of what, of what that looks like. And as humans, we fear death. We don't want to die. We don't want people to die. And so, um, and we have a, a strange distorted relationship around death and that's, yeah. that's what we're being asked to look at in this reincarnation is, is that I can show up and be the best version of myself and be a good ancestor or be a 
you know, someone that's, you know, how I show up in my community, but also knowing that we can't prevent death and death will happen um, and that we're part of the cycle. Yeah, that's really important point. And I think uh, as well, a lot of the reaction to COVID and the reaction in society has been partly because we don't, we're not okay with death. And it's like, oh, how many people, you know, the, the excess morbidity. Like, what do you mean excess? It's, mm. it's very interesting that we have this expectation on how long we should be alive. And if, if that doesn't happen, then there's a problem and we're trying to control it. It's all part of this fact that we don't fully align and get it. Yeah, we're just part of, we're, we're a tiny speck. And we, and, but that there is this death, you know, death and rebirth cycle. And as uh, mother earth is mother nature is like, okay, let's get a bit of rebalance here. Mm. By, um, uh, in, in what, what do you mean? By removing some of the humans that are on the planet. I see. And I know that's a really bold statement. And I know people will be like, what, what, what do you mean by that? All I know is of, of where I'm being shown stuff, there is going to be more death on this planet. And everything that's happening right now is testing our relationship to death and what that looks like. Fascinating. Scary in some sense for some people. But this is, but then you on, but when you br then bring it back to you, it's like, well, then I'm going to show up and I'm going to be present every single day and I'm going to live my life. And that it's like, I'm going to go and do the things that find me joy. I'm going to be around the people I want to be with. I want to live in the places I want to live. And that's what, you know, in the end, this last year has shown people how they truly want to live their lives. Yeah. Really important because how they want to show up. Yeah, how they were, like nothing's guaranteed. And what this has shown us is that it was never guaranteed in the first place. We just had a, a misconception that it was. Yeah. And some people I think have learned that and I really like, yeah, I, I want to live my life as I want. But a lot of people have, have actually done the opposite and have stopped living. Mm -hmm. And when will that change? Because... Uh, <laughs> well where we're going with the systems of power and control and authority of what that looks like it's again it's, that's that's the question will you live in your truth will you see this as a time of actually the you know yes this is all happening and but this is still an amazing time to be on this planet and I'm going to go and live my life it means it doesn't mean I'm going to spiritually bypass and stick my head in the sand and pretend that none of what's happening in this planet isn't real or isn't happening it's about being fully aware and present of what is happening and doing your part to be part of the change but also going to live your life how you you know and showing up how you do want to live your life it's like I had a friend the other day and he told me he goes oh yeah I'm I'm currently like planning a trip to drive around the world and, the, and I was like what and he was like I was like with everything happening he's like yeah you know I've just decided that there's always something I wanted to do and I'm not going to let the world stop me and I'm I'm just going to you know he goes if I have to adapt my plans on on route I will he goes but I, I'm, I'm just feeling cool that I need to make it happen and I was like cool go you and I was like I know that and I know me sharing that's a really extreme version but it's like he 
it, there is this energy right now of like, keep doing you, keep living the life that you want to lead. Don't, you know, keep having your dreams, keep moving towards the future vision that you want to create for yourself because it's still there. Yeah, you do you. Don't be absorbed by the collective. It's acknowledging the connect the collective, but also not just be again this the you know the energetic self sovereignty around like not just continually feeding the fear of what is being told to you through the news, social media, yeah, your friends, your family members. It's about practicing discernment of what like what what feels right for me and having the break from media that is you know that is making you feel like you, your life is on hold. Yeah really interesting there's a thing in life where if I have two clients on the same day there's always a very strong theme between them and always what, uh, yeah, yeah. Always. you have that too always yeah when I have clients it's like there's always a theme that runs through them all and you, you're like oh this is so mad and mm. I just recorded the podcast earlier and it's interesting how you're saying things from very different perspectives and that's going to be interesting you know different voices saying different stories with very different language very different outlook but ultimately about the importance of the individual to to do what's right for them to learn what's right for them to to trust their inner voice their mm -hmm. inner their inner thing their inner whatever whatever you want to call it and and do it basically take action like listen to yourself, listen to what feels good, cultivate that, cultivate that relationship with your intuition. And that can be, you know, it can be tricky. And it, sometimes we want to start with like really big things versus it being, you know, starting with smaller, you know, smaller decisions, um, everyday decisions, like, you know, where do you park your car or trusting the car parking space is going to be there, like starting small and then, and then making those larger decisions. But yeah. Learning to cultivate a relationship with your intuition, um, with your intuitive body and how it's communicating with you so that you can then like develop it to a, a, a larger scale. And interesting point you just said about the car parking space because that's like you know mm -hmm. 101 my my <laughs> first visualization what would it be called but you know what I mean like positive manifestation thinking positive seeing it seeing it creating it how would you describe that in better words for me um it's 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 let's say for example you're driving somewhere and I mean I ask like please give me a car parking space outside the front of the the building that I'm driving to or I asked my spirit team uh yeah to 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 make it happen and then <laughs> so many times that I will I won't I'll have like found somewhere that's like nearly there and then I park the car and then I drive and then I walk to the place where I'm going and there's like an open space and it's like duh like didn't you trust us like the, if you just kept on driving like there was your space um so yeah that's a small a small tip and it's now just yeah, go on. And on just noticing the signs and stuff around as well, like really noticing, you know, the the signs that you um, relate to around you that are communicating with you too. Yeah, like uh, the birds. 
like birds like and there was a in the middle of our conversation earlier there was a hawk sat just right right here just on um one of the poles um just looking at me as we were talking and I was like oh hi I have a since moving to nature <laughs> since moving to nature I've realized how much of a um nature whisperer I am especially with birds it's yeah. wild yeah. it's like I've had owls appear like and be looking inside my house like I have e eagles all like daily and yeah it's been really fascinating I've got a pigeon right now <laughs> <laughs> my friends even like before they talk to me they're, they're like oh yeah there's weird this this flock of birds appeared outside the house it's like oh, of course the birds have arrived like I'm about to talk to Nat um yeah I've got this real thing with birds right now interesting what Sunit the clairvoyant psychic lady I don't know how she calls herself shamanic practitioner I think anyway she told me that I had a thing with the birds when I had my second reading with her in 2014 and it was the magpies they were I remember my friend being like but Fran we can see them too I was like yeah I know but they aren't stalking you they stalked <laughs> me for a while. And it, it was like how the numbers, interestingly, before I was doing numerology. Anyway, I had another point. So if we can, as an individual, do these amazing things, and like the beginner's manifesting, the beginner's visualization. I've done it where when I was really starting getting myself into gigs, I'd be like, I'm just going to get in without a ticket. Again, then that brings up the conversation, is that white privilege or manifesting that's a whole other interesting topic but also as a collective can we therefore really think positive about the ability to travel without special passports and because if we as a collective are like oh no this bad stuff is happening bad 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 are we co-creating it and this is why it's really important to hold the vision and hold the faith and keep hope like having hope is really important and also knowing that you can hold a vision and have hope, but it also, you need to take action from that. So if it means, you know, and taking action is going to be different for everyone, whether it's someone joining a protest or writing a letter or creating art around what they want to share and express their opinions on. Yeah. But we need to be holding the vision of what we want to create that, that, that this is just that we won't go to those places that we you know that again that we will hold the vision for humanity of like no we, we we don't need to go to those places to be able to deal with what we're facing um a hundred percent like it's so key for us to as hold as the I vision said, be realistic of be you know don't stick your head in the sand and spiritually bypass and just you know be very consciously aware of you know, then what's being presented, but also hold the vision because that's it's all such a nuance, isn't it? Yeah, uh, spiritual bypassing and um, holding the vision. It's they're both re they're both real, but mm -hmm. it it just takes, I suppose, a level of discernment to know if you're going. Basically, if you're going into the shadow, I asked, I was asking on Instagram stories, what do you, what do you see spiritual bypassing as? And I got some really interesting responses. But it's if you've gone into the darkness and if you've explored the problem and then found your solution, if you just re reject the idea of the problem, that's where it's like, uh -uh, uh -uh. 
there's a lurking thing in the corner and you're not looking at it and the shadow is amazing the shadow teaches us so much like yeah. we can learn and heal through so much of the shadow and that's what's happening in the collective right now I talk about this in the book that the similarity between 2012 and 2020 is like for many people people had their spiritual reactivation in 2012 and now we're having the 2020 was the start of the collective reactivation of looking at the shadow parts of our society and our and the collective that doesn't work and that's where we're at we're in this revealing of the shadow aspects of our community and our society and our planet and being like okay well are we going to look at this or are we just going to keep pretending this stuff doesn't exist and and keep pushing it down or are we going to shine the light on it and transform it and heal from it and um, create something better for the next generation because in the end this is about the next generation this isn't a we're here as stewards for the next people that come yeah I've got two pigeons now (laughs) (laughs) obviously a shaman um no that was brilliant and and really important and so do you you talk about that a lot now yeah yeah like it's in my book yeah and it's just very much of how do we hold yeah how do we hold the vision during these times but also you know be aware of what's happening. Brilliant. Strong. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like we've just talked about a lot of stuff. We have talked about a lot of stuff. We have covered a yeah, we've covered a lot. It's um, hey, and we're moving, we're moving through, we're moving through a lot. And uh, the the and you know, I know you said this earlier, but the energy is moving really quickly. We're being asked to look at things and process things very quickly, but we also need to like and this can be really overwhelming for people and you know for me as well and it's this key that's why I'm having to integrate more and really looking at what integrating means because we are moving through so much it's like suddenly we're like picked up and we're like pushed on to the next thing or the next thing in the new cycle or the next thing that we're having to transform in our own personal lives because people are going through big personal transformations as well um at this time too and we're finding that there's that isn't that time to integrate everything that's happening and so finding those quiet moments of yeah peace and connection and how you anchor in is so key during these times how you anchor in yeah yeah how you anchor in versus so it doesn't so it feels like you are connected to your body versus versus everything that's happening right now there's this energy where people energetically want to escape from their bodies because it's easier that way versus how you anchor into your body whether it's through walking or movement or the food that you eat or you know what practices that you have that can really anchor you back into your body versus feeling like there's a need to escape it I see yeah being really present Mm -hmm. grounded okay Nat that was epic thank you so much (laughs) for all your insights for being honest for your articulate expression of all these ideas and you say it all in a way that's very digestible which is why people love you and so when is the when is all the new podcasts do you have a launch date or you just go in with the flow no, podcast comes out um, 31st of March with the April energy forecast. So, um, yeah, coming out next week with the April energy forecast. 
so yeah the doorway um yeah wherever you listen to your podcast it will be up there so yeah no I'm really excited about the launch and an energy forecast you how long are they what sort of things you they're normally like 20 to 30 minutes and I basically um channel through and share um the energy themes for the month ahead so what you'll be experiencing in your own personal life and what we'll be experiencing in the collective and it will pose questions of yeah what to face and people some people that listen to it love listening to it at the start of the month so they know what's happening and then I get loads of messages and they're like oh my god it's like you're talking to me and then some people listen to it at the start and they're like oh this doesn't really fit with me right now and then I get messages then they're like oh my god I really listened back like middle of the month and oh it so makes sense um so I love them because yeah it's it's fascinating when you realize that what we're dealing on a personal level it's you know across themes that it's not just you it's like we're all facing very similar themes and how that then yeah and the collective too so yeah they last about 20 20 to 30 minutes long and uh yeah I love doing them they're they're always really good fun and then you do circles as well yeah so I do um group events where I take people through like a channeled activation and then I share messages and guidance with them which I call the doorway live experience and then um I offer group sessions um as well and uh yeah a handful of one-on-one sessions a month too where I channel and you just kind of launch do you just whack it in your IG stories or what uh yeah IG stories or onto my newsletter um, which you can sign up to at my website, natalie-miles.com. And your Instagram is I am Natalie Miles. Yeah. And is there anything <laughs> else? Any other stuff? Oh, that's everything. Yeah. And then there's always the my doorway activation. So if you're looking to, if you're going through something, there's different themes like open heart, let it go, emotional body reset. So yeah, there are different themes um, of these activations, depending on what you're going through that you can listen to. And they are, yeah, people are loving them. They're really clearing lots of energy from their bodies and uh, getting insight and guidance from them too. Fab. Thank you. And what do you do then? So what if if you are feeling a bit off, what would be your go-to sort of calm down? For me right now, I am, <laughs> I have a daily walking practice. So I will go out and I walk at the start of the day and the end of the day, yeah. or I'll do, I'll move my body. I have a trampoline, like a mini trampoline, which I use a lot um, using, yeah, essential oils and just um, um, bath. I spend like two hours in the evening. Oh, in the I'm bath. so jealous. I don't have a bath here, but uh, I would spend two hours there if I had one yeah I put my laptop on the on the loose seat or a chair and <laughs> I, <laughs> I watch I watch my tv shows and I lie in the bath and and, and it's the best so yeah <laughs> and then horse yeah horse riding, riding horse riding in the pottery yeah so um yeah those are the, those are my go-to things just to chill the fuck out lovely Okay, right. Thank you. Thank you. And um, enjoy calling your man in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> well, yeah, that full moon on your Mars plus the sun in Libra is, is cool. And, and I say online, A, because you're in the middle of nowhere, but B, 
the Uranus and Aquarius is so techy. Such a techie age, aren't we? Your whole yeah. business is online, so why wouldn't you find a man? Honestly, I I've been online dating since I was um twenty four, so twenty three. So I have been online dating for the last fifteen years. I was one of the like yeah when it wasn't cool to uh, <laughs> online date. So um that's that's it's only how I've met my partner since I left school. So I'm like okay, yeah, it's just it's so second nature. All right, that's fine then either okay <laughs> right good luck and um thank you very much chat That's soon chat it's soon been lovely to chat it's been awesome it was lovely i loved it thank you thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed that and maybe you've seen some wild animals maybe some squirrels foxes magpies <laughs> um but there is some good natalie's really grounded in down to earth about how we can use our intuition and build it build it build it build that muscle i love talking to her hope to talk to her again don't know when can't think that far ahead maybe maybe it's already it's already written in the stars who knows so you can find natalie at i am natalie miles that's her instagram handle and that will have all the links everything else the gram is the one her website is natalie miles anyway i'm sure she's said all that i'm recording this later but do let us know what you think if you got anything from it and of course yeah we i know that we talk about the end of 2021 and early 2022 is not being particularly great and i have also taken to instagram to say that today because it feels quite pressing to me people are not seeing that we are living in a very very strange time where of course it's important to be optimistic and I really do think that Jupiter moving to Pisces on the 13th of May will open up some doors of optimism and fun but the end of the year and early next year doesn't look brilliant doesn't mean you have to be unhappy you know that's the whole point with astrology numerology you do you and you align and and find your zone but there's definitely going to be some global stuff. It's not all just kind of kind of disappear. And is it is it good to pretend? I don't know. <laughs> Natalie and I are going to do a clubhouse. Actually, I've asked everybody about that now, and she did reply to me last week saying, "Let's organise it." So we will be announcing that actually, probably when I send this podcast out in the newsletter, it will be announced about a week later. I think that's a good amount of time to get enough people listening to the podcast, give us some time to re-listen to it, remember what we said, and then maybe do a panel and, and talk about it. I think that is something that I might feel like doing because I do feel a certain amount of pull or I feel called to talk more instead of sitting on the fence because it's, on a night out and I'm rambling now this I know this is an outro but on a night out when I was younger sometimes I didn't want to take over and you know you'd all be standing in the street you'd have left one pub and you'd be going to the next one and nobody would take the lead nobody would be like right tonight's not happening we don't know where we're going let's just go get some food and go home or right are we going to a club and, and I, I had some resistance about being bossy or always being the one to take over but it always kind of it needs somebody. Someone has to say, right, we're going to McDonald's. Let's give up. I won't go to McDonald's anymore, obviously. 
But, you know, also based on what Richard said in the podcast. Okay, ramble. I'll save this for my own pod. But do go and find Natalie and do join us on Clubhouse or Instagram Live. Maybe we'll dual stream it. I have no idea if that's something. And thank you, thank you, thank you very much for listening. Bye.